This is The Podlight, a podcast by San Jose Spotlight dedicated to independent political and business reporting. I'm your host, editor Nick Preciado. On today's show, we'll be discussing families of the victims of the May 26th mass shooting at VTA's downtown rail yard pursuing workers' comp claims, as well as the lack of development with the Vietnamese Heritage Garden. It's been two months since a disgruntled VTA employee shot and killed nine co-workers at the light rail yard in downtown San Jose before turning the gun on himself. Vigils have been held and local lawmakers are working on gun control legislation, but there's some other movement happening below the surface. Some of the families of the victims are pursuing workers' compensation claims from VTA, and the agency is also looking at potential lawsuits. Joining me now to talk more about this is senior reporter Eli Wolf. Hey, Eli. Welcome back. Thanks, Nick. So... Catch us up on this. How many workers' comp claims have been filed and why? Right. So at the moment, we know at least uh, a few families have filed claims for relatives who were killed in the May shooting, uh, just based on a review of the state's workers' comp database. But it's likely uh, basically all the families have filed at this point. Um, Because the way workers' comp works is uh, it's an insurance that employers have to pay for in the event of a worker getting injured on the job. So uh, once a worker is injured, they usually have to apply through a third party, in this case, TriStar Risk Management, to get approval for their claims. I see. And what have you learned from speaking with some of the victims' families about this? So I spoke with Timothy Romo's family. They've confirmed that they applied for workers' compensation. I also spoke with Alex Fritch's wife. She said she's applied for workers' comp, and she did get money to cover her husband's funeral, but uh, nothing since then. And I communicated with the lawyer for Adrian Beleza's family, and uh, he's applied for workers' comp on behalf of the family. Um, In general, in talking to them, too, I mean, people are mad. Romo's sister-in-law, Anna, was very upset with VTA for keeping them in the dark about their claims, uh, as was Alex Fritch's wife, Tara. Uh, She's been very vocal about her disappointment uh, with VTA uh, fairly recently. Now, what is the union, uh, this is ATU Local 265, what does the union have to say about this? So John Courtney, their president, was pretty certain that the families of the victims will get paid as long as they turned in their claims. But he's also really frustrated with TriStar. He said that before the shooting, TriStar was constantly denying claims for workers. And they essentially have had to have workers sue VTA and TriStar to get any money for their injuries. Uh, He referred to them as the worst workers' compensation administrator he's ever come across. So pretty strong words, but also understandable in this context. Yeah. And does VTA have anything to say about these workers' comp claims? Uh, Not at the moment, they do not. I reached out to them, and they said they weren't going to comment on this matter. Oh, it seems pretty boilerplate for them. Now, the transit agency also seems to be preparing for possible litigation related to the shooting. What can you tell us about that? So at the moment, we don't know too much, but earlier this month, the VTA board held a closed session. Um, One of the agenda items during that session was the pending litigation from Timothy Romo's family, which appears to just be the workers' comp claim. But it also refers to the significant exposure to litigation from the uh, eight other cases involving VTA families, or or the families of VTA victims. So there's a good chance those are all also pending workers' comp claims, but it's also possible some of the other families are contemplating lawsuits against the agency. Um, None of them have confirmed that yet, but uh, there is a possibility of it. And lawsuits would be a real headache for VTA to... um, the agency is already struggling with long-term financial problems that have only grown worse during the pandemic as their ridership went down. 
So if they were forced to pay out multiple settlements in civil lawsuits, that, that would be a real issue for them. Yeah, it sounds like uh, either way you cut it, just more money problems for VTA. Located in Kelly Park in central San Jose, the Vietnamese Heritage Garden was once envisioned as a cultural oasis, a tribute to Vietnamese culture and heritage. But today, the garden stands bare with a little more than some flagpoles, a fence, and a red brick imperial gate. Joining me now to talk about what happened to this vision of the garden is reporter Tron Nguyen. Hey, Tron. Hey, Nick. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So, Tron, tell us about your reporting on the Viet Heritage Garden. What was the original plan for this? Yeah, so this project has been in the work for several decades now. Um, the idea of having a community a heritage garden emerged from the community almost 40 years ago. Uh, sketches and replica models uh, back then show that the community wanted this to be a grand project, right? Featuring, you know, historical structures and landmarks in Vietnam, like the Wan Pillar pagoda, the tomb of Le Vanzuit, and the pagoda of Celestial Lady. Um, you know, leaders also want this to have a reflection pond filled with lotus flower, which is an iconic uh, water flower in Vietnam. Um, they also want, you know, a community center or a museum to be part of this garden so that it could serve as a place to gather and to socialize for the community. The project would also pay homage to the journey that many Vietnamese refugees took after 1975. They really want this to be a place where community can meet and can celebrate um, and kind of pay uh, respect to the culture that they left behind. I see. And now that obviously didn't happen. It seems like this plan was decades in the making. And I know the city took over the garden in 2016, and there really hasn't been any work done since then. Why didn't this vision pan out? Yeah, like I said, it's been in the work for decades. Um, the city, um, I believe the I believe plans for this um, started in 1985. Um, but the city didn't start considering this until 1997. And then um, in 2005, it entered an agreement with a nonprofit um, located in San Jose called Viet Heritage Society um, to help plan and oversee this project. Around the same time, the city also elected its first Vietnamese council member, Madison Nguyen, um, and the, then the garden project was one of her campaign promise. Um, so things really started to pick up with uh, when Madison Nguyen got into office. Um, construction started in 2011 um, with funding coming from the city, the county, and also community members. Um, the Viet Heritage Society was overseeing the construction um, during that time when the city abruptly halted the project, um, citing improper management. Um, the, the garden just kind of sat there for a while. And in 2016, they end up saying that all the funds for this project kind of ran out. They were used properly, but they said the Heritage Society could have spent it better, um, which was a dispute that the nonprofit kind of fought back 
but it ended up that the project was not finished with the money running out. The city took back control um, of this plot of land. And they also said that any additional work, any additional construction on this project um, in the future, the funding for it will have to come from community members. I know you spoke to some residents while you were there out at the garden. What did they have to say about the state of it? Yeah, so the community, the desire to have a garden, I think, is always there and, you know, it's still there. Um, but for a college student who grew up um, in the area, she says she walked by there all the time and she doesn't even know what it is. Um, and I think that sentiment also was echo. After the story published, a couple of people also reached out to me and said, oh, I live in San Jose. I moved away a couple of years ago, but I didn't even know this garden was here. Uh, I didn't even know about the state of the garden. And, you know, for the resident who I talked to who live across the garden, she she thought it was a waste of money. You know, she lived there for 25 years now and she saw this whole thing play out. And it's um, kind of a shame. Yeah. Does San Jose have any plans to work on the garden in the near future? That's a good question. Um, so a corner of the garden is has been transformed into a community garden where some older residents um, are now growing vegetables um, in there. And the city said that that program will go into renovation with more details to come. Um, but as of now, there's no concrete plans um, from the city to continue building out this project that's been sitting here for you know, several years now. When it comes to community efforts, you mentioned earlier that it's it sounds like the community is really going to have to come together and get the funding put together to continue this Viet Heritage Garden. Are, are there any community efforts to continue work like that? I've heard some talks around it. And like I said, you know, there's definitely a desire to see this come to fruition. But the problem, I think, the biggest problem right now is not having any agency or organization or a public official to really spearhead it and organize this. Um, I know that former mayor, former Vice Mayor Madison Wynn um, talked about her recent effort to fundraise for a monument called Thank You America to bring that to the garden, and she's working on fundraising for that project. But right now, there's no concrete plan from either from the city or from any organization, community organization that I know of um, that would really help move this project forward. That's it for this episode of The Podlight, a podcast produced by San Jose Spotlight, the city's first nonprofit news organization dedicated to independent reporting. I'm editor Nick Preciado. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank mm-hmm. you.